just before the break there, I was referring back to the challenge, the capsule wardrobe challenge that I took on last year where I wore 20 items from my wardrobe for one month in hopes of raising awareness for fast of fast fashion. But my next guest has gone about 10 steps further than that because in 2019, she vowed to quit fast fashion for a year, starting off with a six month ban on January 1st, 2019. And over two and a half years on, she is so happy she stopped her regular shopping splurges and is now recognised as a leader in terms of leading a very sustainable life. I'm delighted to be joined by Finola Morin. She's broadcaster, journalist and head of brand and content creation at Two Go Cups. That's the fantastic organisation we spoke to last week on Earth Day. Uh, Finola, it's great to have you on 11 to 1. How are you doing? Delighted to be here. I am fully decked in a sustainable outfit as I speak to you right now. Oh, fantastic. Well, do you know, I was on your Instagram earlier on and people, you know, one look at that and people will learn that you are very passionate about living as sustainably as possible. But this is a journey that you began a few years ago. Um, When did you start becoming more conscious of how the way you were living was impacting on the environment? I was actually shocked at how blind I was to it because I would have thought that I was very well up on all the eco stuff and I would have been quite aware of my carbon footprint. And I think from sort of 2018 on, I started taking it really seriously that I needed to really sort that out and reduce my personal carbon footprint as much as possible. Now, I'm by no means pushing personal responsibility on as the be all and end all of climate change. We need systemic change from our governments and everything else and corporations as well. But I do think it's very empowering from my personal point of view to know that I'm doing as much as I can every day. So in 2018, my New Year's resolution was to go vegan. And I did that and I thought I was great. And I started swapping out like my cotton pads for reusable little mitts to take my makeup off every day. And I thought I was doing the most for the planet. And I have a brilliant friend who's a journalist, Neve O'Donoghue. And she was like, oh no, watch this documentary. No, watch this documentary. Please watch this documentary. And I ended up watching The True Cost. And when I watched that now to say that I was shocked. I was crying watching at the cognitive distance I had about these bargains that I was getting off all the different fast fashion websites on the high street. When my eyes were open to the abuses on the workers that were being inflicted, the horrendous ecocide that was being happening all over places in Bangladesh and in India, that these raw chemicals were being pumped into rivers and water sources for these communities, I was just beyond shocked. So that was an overnight decision then for me. I said, I'm quitting fast fashion. That was my 2019 New Year's resolution. And I started it off because I didn't have a clue what sustainable fashion was with a six-month buying ban. So not a cent went out of my wallet on clothes for the first six months. And that really gave me the space to just kind of reset my consumption habits to really realize all the different psychological triggers that were going off when I was like oh I need something new when I had a wardrobe full of clothes in there at me and it was really interesting it's kind of like Pavlov's dog kind of watching all those things go off every time I saw a lovely shop window visually merchandised to perfection to make me part with my money or if I saw ads on Instagram or anywhere else being like 70% flash sale on this website quick 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 get your bargains out I'm just seeing the different sort of dopamine things that those would hit and would make me kind of go, oh, I want to spend all my money now. And so that was really, really interesting. And then after those six months, I started learning a lot about swap shops, about charity shops, about vintage shops and about Depop and all these brilliant, brilliant ways that we can spend our money. So now when I'm going to shop um, all these years on, 
if I need something that's kind of modern or new, I generally go for Depop. So I didn't mm-hmm. really start using that until about two years in when a lot of my runners were getting quite worn down. And I just needed some things that you mightn't find in the charity shops and you mightn't find in the vintage shops. But that's a brilliant platform along with Thriftify, which is absolutely Oh, fantastic. that's fantastic. That's been very much introduced into my life uh, via Maria Macklin that I have to mention because one thing that you've said there that's definitely something that she talks about an awful lot uh, is this idea of dopamine released. Uh, she calls it the thrill of the till, which I love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's so interesting that you say that because an awful lot of the time, you know, this I, I would have this mantra like, you know, look good and feel good. And that's kind of when it comes to me when I go, right, I'm not feeling too great. And then I'm straight on, as you say, to these 70% flash sales. And you think that you're getting this great bargain. But in reality, this thing could either lie in your wardrobe with a label on it or you might maybe wear it once or twice. Was that kind of what your habits were like prior to taking on this challenge? Absolutely. I was your classic insta-active millennial who every morning <laughs> was floating through any of the shops and whatever shopping centres or online and getting extra bits for different outfits saying I had nothing to wear and everything else like that when I had a wardrobe full of clothes screaming at me overflowing and I didn't even know what was in there because I kept getting stuff piled on top of it and on top of it and on top of it um, so one of the joys of this for me has been how much less I shop now it's really really addressed my consumption habits and it saved me a fortune in doing that as well which has been a really nice side effect and also saved me all the time of browsing as regularly as I would have been if it would have been fortnightly wardrobe updates and everything else like that so that's been a fantastic one for me and I suppose I've gone back to do a master's now in DCU climate change media policy and society just last year and I'm kind of learning now all of the things that were utilized to get our money out of our pockets and it's just bananas to me Mm. now when I realize how easily I was marketed to and how easily I was part of my cash Um, and it's just for me brought so much joy and so much mental calm so I know you're saying they look good feel good yeah and it's really improved the feel good element for me just moving away from fast fashion because I found a lot of the things I got they wouldn't be great quality. I mm. didn't really love them. Yeah, they might have been on trend and yeah, they might have worked for whatever night out, but they weren't things that you were going back to that I really cherished in my wardrobe. And now the things I choose to spend my money on when I do decide to buy new stuff, because it's very much a mindful um, thing, a mindful decision now every time I decide to spend, whereas before it would have been quite mindless consumption and just sort of a habit more than anything going on chat. Yeah, and you know you're you're so right with the mindful full aspect of it because you know that's definitely my attitudes has changed and a large part of this has been you know watching documentaries like you mentioned and also Maria's approach to to this because Maria as an image consultant is very very sustainable and she will tell you things like you know your the clothes shouldn't be living rent free in your wardrobe uh, you Absolutely. know shop the gaps you know that you have in your wardrobe that kind of thing and kind of uh, you know do these kinds of challenges where you go okay here is you know a pair of trends um, what ways can I wear this what in my wardrobe is going to work with this and it's all about just rethinking this kind of stuff now I have to say because there's some stunning images of you at various different events wearing fantastic charity shop purchases which I know that you've become a real advocate for tell me about the Galway races where you're beside President Higgins because that dress is absolutely stunning this is a Michael B. Higgins endorsed message just to say <laughs> yeah, I suppose my work would have brought me to really interesting and unusual places and just a lot of places that required various different dress codes now myself in my personal life I wouldn't really have chosen to go to Galway races but like having to go up for work we obviously had to be well turned out mm-hmm. everything else so for that I decided to set myself a challenge of just buying my outfits from charity shops and I did a little crawl down Georgia Street and Camden Street in Dublin one afternoon and I got 
everything I needed for absolutely incredible prices. So I was so chuffed with that. And I kind of figured, okay, now I know there's barriers to sustainable fashion. And if people can't do it to the extent that I've done it, I totally understand that if someone's a busy mum running around chasing after loads of kids trying to dress them and they can't afford to do it all the time, I totally get that. Or if they're not as standard sizing as I'm lucky to be and can kind of find things that will generally suit my figure everywhere. I totally understand that as well. So I'm not by any means shaming anyone who can't do it, but I just wanted to show that it was kind of quite easy to do if you were maybe going around and looking to get bits for the events that I was running to. So for that one, I managed to get everything from charity shops. And we've done amazing other ones like that as well, because for the red carpet, for the VIPs, almost exactly two years to the day now, I wore um, one of my mum's dresses that she'd worn to a wedding dress that I was a flower girl at. And it looked incredible. It looked, you see, this is the thing. Don't throw stuff like this out, you know. These pieces can are timeless and can be used again and again. But, you know, you mentioned there, and very much I would be of, of this kind of generation as yourself, you know, the Insta generation where everyone's posting different outfits online and particularly in your line of work, you know, TV presenting, that kind of thing. You're on the red carpet. It's all about glitz and glamour. Did you feel a bit like, oh God, you know this is going to be so hard uh, you know getting outfits sustainably for things like that there were days when it was hard I think when I was getting used to it at the beginning in the first six months and I'd be going to any of the big events in town influencers and anything like that for work and they'd kind of gotten turned out perfectly and they looked beautiful and so polished in these really like colour coordinated well matched outfits that were all brand new and may never be worn again there were definitely days when I was standing beside them in my kind of very unorganised at that point still slightly overflowing wardrobe being like oh I don't feel too good here mm. but now that I've gotten to a place where I've curated a wardrobe I love two years in and there's just such fun bits I really don't have that shame and I hope a lot of listeners probably don't have the shame as well of being seen in something twice Um, and I think that was a very new phenomenon Um, I know we're kind of breaking it down I see all these outfits of like Kate Middleton getting praised for re-wearing coats and Mm. great to see being pushed in the media Um, so hopefully that's the thing that people are moving away from but there was definitely times that I felt like that that I was like oh god I could be more dressed up here but for the most part I've been so shocked at how easy it's been and the brilliant transition and there's lots of fantastic stylists in the industry as well who will sustainably style people for TV projects or anything else like that so it's a really rapidly growing movement and it's just so brilliant to see Oh, it really is. And, you know, there was one of the things that we did as well last year, Maria, was we visited a charity shop. I gave her 20 euro. She had to find an entire outfit, right? And I was thinking, she's never going to do this for 20 quid. <laughs> we got the entire thing, even a bracelet and a belt. OK, this is how, you know, intricate this was for 18 euro, I think it was. And I oh. have worn that again and again and again and again so many times. And it was something I never would have picked for myself. So it's such a really uh, good exercise to do to kind of even give yourself that little challenge. But I, I know from, from your Instagram that you have some amazing pre-loved items. Anything that's just a favourite for you that you just love that's in your wardrobe right now? That's like asking me to pick a favourite style. <laughs> um, oh my Lord. I did find out on Depop some absolutely bananas runners recently that I love. They're the most colourful things I think I've ever had in my feet. I love them. And um, when I was in London, back when we could travel, I got a gorgeous uh, big leopard print kind of faux fur jacket. Oh, yeah. I think it was Beyond Retro in London. They're a great chain of vintage shops in the UK. If you're over there anytime soon again, they are just fab. 
but yeah, there's been things like that. And just, I think, things that you rediscover or rework. So my mum's dress that I wore to the wedding, that had been sitting in the wardrobe for 24 years. Wow. Almost a quarter of a century. And I brought it down to our local tailor and he was able to do a bit of magic with it, kind of update the waistline, make it a bit more modern, make it fit me. And off I got out in a lovely run again. And I'll definitely wear that to events again when we have them. Oh, de- you de- definitely should. People should check out. Actually, uh, it's on LMFM's Twitter as well. You can see the dress that we're talking about. The dress in question, absolutely gorgeous. But you know, people are buying online a lot now. You know, we're hearing about the joy of deliveries arriving, and I completely oh, get that. Yeah. I do get that <laughs> compulsion to spend now that we're in lockdown. But I've no doubt that you know the fast, fast uh, fashion industry is still thriving. What one message would you love people to take away from your experience of shopping more sustainably? I think what you just touched on there is a really good point because I think when you say sustainable fashion to people are like, oh, I can't afford that. I don't want to spend 200 euro on like some organic cotton shirt that someone like just down the road has made. And I really do get that there's some kind of perceptions that sustainable fashion can be really, really expensive. But it's just what you were saying there about like going into your local charity shop. Thriftify now has brought charity shops all over the country online. Mm. Get those charity shop prices on your computer at the touch of a few buttons, which is just fantastic. So just to not be put off by thinking it's this really exclusive thing, it's as easy as looking at what's in your friend's wardrobe and asking, can you borrow something? It's as easy as hopping on Thriftify, hopping on Depop, looking for good value bits there. And it's as easy also as just not shopping. We all have so (laughs) much. We have too much. The cheapest way to do sustainable fashion is to wear what you already own. And I think that's the main thing for me with just shopping so much less just brought me so much joy so if there's anything to be taken away from it just that it's more accessible than it's often perceived to be Vanilla it's fantastic talking to you thank you so so much for the sh- for, for joining us on the show today thank you thanks a million Vanilla has a great blog as well by the way you can check her out com.